You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Listen to The Mike Prince Show weekdays on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show, Football Friday edition. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at the Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The website is obnradio.com and the 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we're going to jump right into today's episode. We do have... A FCS report by Brother Butler with the Butler Report. We'll be hearing from real shortly. Our scheduled guest for today's episode on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline is newly appointed athletic director, none other than Chris Robertson of the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. We'll get a chance to hear from him and some of the future plans at Golden Lion Country as he will get nestled in to continue leading the charge. A fantastic spring season for the Golden Lions on the football side of things and volleyball to be exact and looking forward to a strong fall campaign. Of course, our mission is to come to you each and every day. Sundays, we come to you live, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Our scheduled guest for this Sunday's event will be none other than Athletic Director Kevin Granger of the Texas Southern Tigers. We'll get a chance to discuss the world of athletics as it pertains to the Tigers in Houston, Texas. We're going to take a quick break right now. We'll hear from the Butler Report, followed by our conversation with Chris Robinson of the Golden Lions. You listen to the Mike Prince Show Football Friday edition. Keep it right where you got it. And we'll be right back. Did you know since 1986, the Prairie View Athletic Club has been in full support of Prairie View Athletics from football to tennis. The Prairie View Athletic Club has been there in the time of need. Did you also know that the Prairie View Athletic Club is open to all of those who will be interested in supporting Prairie View Athletics? Do not have to be a former student athlete. You don't even have to be a graduate of Prairie View. If you are a community member at large and you would like to support the efforts of the Prairie View Athletic Club in support of Prairie View Athletics, simply call 936-857-5817 and join today. The Prairie View Athletic Club, supporting Prairie View Athletics since 1986. Call for more information right now. 936-857-5817. There's got to be a little hustle, a little self-promotion, a little marketing. What I tell you earlier about coming through here and the recruiting and everything, haven't made the effort to reach out and really get to know us, right? So there's a hustle element there. Unfortunately, guys, it's not good enough to just be good at your job. I think, you know, you have to be known to be needed. Um, I think that, you know, they need to be out there, just like you are. Why isn't anyone on this Zoom? You know, it's just, it's just kind of they have to put themselves out there and and let us know. You know, we can't read their mind if they want a job. Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union has 13 different locations to better serve you. For more information, you can contact them on their toll-free number 855-391. 
1-800-242-2149. Or you can send an email to information at bvscu.org. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. This is Rob Butler with some SPS Football News. The two new conferences in the FCS, the WAC and the A-Sun, are doing a one-year partnership as both build to having postseason automatic qualifier status. The three teams joining the A-Sun Conference, Jacksonville State, Eastern Kentucky, and Central Arkansas, along with the four teams joining the WAC, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston, Abilene Christian, and Lamar, will play a single round-robin schedule with each team having three home and three road contests. The team with the highest winning percentage will earn an AQ in the fall 2021 FCS playoffs. It's an intriguing and strong group of teams boosted by having the spring national champion Sam Houston State University. Central Arkansas looks capable of making a deep playoff run while Jacksonville State is a postseason regular. Sam Houston's starting lineup looks like it is staying intact after winning its first FCS title in program history. The Bearcats are the favorite to win the AQ7 and should be considered the favorite to repeat as national champions. And that's Rob Butler of Mike Broadcast Network. Our fans need to come out and support these schools. All of our SWAC fans, because attendance is on. So all of our fans have got to come out. we got to support yeah. our schools. we got to support our own. It's a message to all the alumnus. Support your schools. The Open Mic Broadcast Network would like to take this time to recognize its sponsors and underwriters. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union, Prairie View Athletic Club, Temple of Refuge Ministries, Reflections Paint and Body Shop, Helping Hands Lawn Service, Diva Skin Conditioner, Purple Drip Daiquiri and Grill. For more information on how you can become an underwriter or a sponsor here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our number to call is 832-213-8824. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. This is the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome back to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline, where we're staying busy, and today would be no exception to the rule. We have on the line the newly appointed and anointed athletic director for the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, and that's none other than Chris Robinson. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, doing well, Dr. Prince. Doing well. Thank you for this opportunity to speak with you, and always a good pleasure to be on your show. Well, thank you very much for making yourself available, and let me say congratulations to you, sir. A long time coming, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All in the time, all in the timing, and uh, it was made official on last week. Um, when did you get the inkling that it was getting closer and it was going to be ringing your bell? Well, you know, it's been some conversation here and there, and of course, as we got the momentum uh, throughout this spring and things starting to go in the right direction, and I want to continue to build on that momentum. Had some hints here and there and uh, went through the process with the, with the school for the position, and, and that went extremely well also. So I um, was very, was anticipating um, anxiously, but just glad to hear that um, final call. Well, for those who are outside of the Pine Bluff area, not realizing this is really another episode of the good son returning home, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Exactly. You know, had some uh, some uh, grand old times on the campus. Now you're in a position of leadership, and it's always one of those surreal moments 
So what is it like now that the interim tag has been removed? I know there's plenty of work to be done, but have you had a chance just to have a woosah moment and just go like, wow, this is really happening? You know, one thing that, that, that set in for me uh, was we had a young lady, Pamela Smith. Um, she's a, a former um, student athlete on campus, and she actually now is the, the chief of police for all the federal parks in the U.S. And we had a conversation last week, and, you know, after our conversation and starting to talk to the alumni once I was announced, started to, to, to sit in a little bit of the, the magnitude of this position. Of course, you go out you, as a student athlete, you have fun, you play, you do those things, you come back as administrator, then stop and look at all the things that are taking place um, for a student athlete and for coaches, for the administrators within the athletic department. It all comes to, 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 to a head in a sense, and they say, like, wow, it really is happening, and it's really on my, my plate right now. So. Have had that, that wow moment earlier this weekend. Yes, sir. I could imagine. So now let me ask you this, sir. Does it put added pressure on you knowing that you came up the ranks, if you would, you know the land, you know the people and the expectations? And it's always, if I was ever in charge, this is what I would do. Now that you're there, do you feel any added pressure now? Friends, that's why I never said that. <laughs> but no, I, I think one thing is, you know, sometimes you come in, you have different layers um, to where uh, people can have access to a leader in a limited capacity, and I do not have that, that opportunity. I do not have that, that luxury in a sense, if you want to call it that. Um, I flip it over to where it's very intimate, where it's and if my former teammates are not pleased with, with what's going on, they're going to let me know. And if the current student athletes or administrators are not pleased, they're going to let me know. And it's pretty much unfiltered, any of the fans, because, again, it's just like family here. And even more with that, if I grew up in this area, I've seen this area, I've seen it as heyday, seen it as, you know, the climax for that time, um, I know what can be done as well. So there is additional pressure make things happen, but at the same time, um, you can spread that pressure around because we know the key players to really help make things move to get it done. So it's, it's twofold to where there's some internal pressure and some external as well. At the same time, I know why I'm doing it. I can see faces, and that's additional motivation. Again, my kids on the team now, I have two boys on the team. My wife graduated from here. Um, so we, we are um, looking to get things done collectively, and it's not all on me by myself. Well, you're talking about lying deep. That summarizes it right there, sir. And I might add to whom much is given, much is required, and we're extremely excited for you uh, being uh, dubbed the chosen one at this time and season. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline with Chris Robinson, Athletic Director for the University of Arkansas at Time Bluff Golden Lions. Now that the, the stage has been set and the rubber is meeting the road, and it's not that you're just starting to work, but we know the work has already been done. Coming off a fantastic spring season, came up a little bit short, and I'm still uh, imagining if you make the connection with your receiver who was open, we would have been having another scenario being spoken. Yeah. But nonetheless, a fantastic spring season. The fall season is building up. 
the momentum and the spirits have to be extremely high on the campus of Pine Bluff right about now, huh? It is extremely high. And one thing about those things, that's just like life. It's a lesson for the young men and, and fans as a whole and our student body and, and university. For students to see, a lot of times you may get right there at that point and you may not um, achieve your overall goal at that particular time, but that doesn't mean stop. It gives you that extra fire to go get it done. And it's just like, you know, again, with life, um, we're going to have some disappointments, but it, it shows what we can do when we work together. Um, with football, with volleyball, having the success they did in terms of making it to the the tournament championship, but not being able to play. Um, again, with track, being able to represent um, down at the, at the relays like they did as well. And, of course, golf and the things they, they did also, we have the opportunity to do it. And I think we're going to be doing some other things in other sports as well. So we're going to continue to fight. It shows that we're here, we're relevant, and we're going, we plan to continue to be relevant. And we want, want, we've made a, a very good statement this spring, and we're hoping to build off of that. Yes, sir. Now, I know that all budgets are not created equally, and there are some who are eating off the fat of the land and some who are on the bearing side of the land. If I may ask, sir, and if you know right off the top, what is your athletic budget that you have to work with? Limited. I can put that out there. <laughs> not enough. It's never <laughs> enough, is it? Is it ever enough, really? It's never. It's never enough, and that's why we really need that's important. I was looking at something too, not to deflect that, but um, we we are working with a, a very limited resource budget in a sense, as we know. But I was looking at University of Florida just did an indoor facility, a, a health and wellness center for eighty-five million dollars. I was like, wow. And you think about it, but again, you don't have to have the exact same things. But we are a resourceful people, and we can make things happen. And that's what I look at those things like that. So whatever we can do per our capacity, we have to find ways to maneuver and get it done. And I what? knew that coming into this role. So now we need to find ways to where we talk about the, the lion, the pride, plus additional members outside of the pack that want to be affiliated with the pack. We're going to need all those, those resources to come together to make things happen. Absolutely. And that's my point. Um, we talk about turning water into wine. And when I say this, I know you're a former football player, and, and football is, if we say, the top of the food chain, okay? But yeah. I don't know if you agree with me, disagree with me on the statement. On the FCS platform, unless we have huge television deals with guaranteed money, it's an uphill challenge to turn a profit football in FCS. Is that a fair statement or an unfair statement? That is a fair statement. Okay. With that being said, we know that basketball is really the godfather of athletics on a collegiate level because they get the coin that everybody can eat off of. And is it is it fair for me to assume, not anyone else, for me to assume that we may be putting more money than we can afford to put in football and therefore some of our other sports go neglected? No, I would say, and that's why well, I hence I say Title IX um, has come in and helped to, to in the playing field and it's becoming more and more prevalent nowadays to make sure we do not do all those things too. And I know 
um, across the board, of course, you're going to have more fans at football games. That's why you have to be as creative as possible to maximize those opportunities. And we stay constantly meeting to try to make sure we're doing everything we can to maximize that limited dollar that we may receive. Now, with basketball, we have done a lot to help sustain athletic programs and some other sports have not contributed as much. I think, again, with those those markers in place, help make sure we're not doing, um, I guess, going too far out of the box with, with, with exorbitant um, variances between sports where it's going to cause an issue. There are some markers in place to make sure we're, we're real back in, although you may want to go do some things, but we really operate in a, in a manner to where it's pretty much evenly distributed across board based on um, the needs of that particular student athlete. Of course, with the helmets, shoulder pads, and all those things, the equipment needed for football is going to be a little bit more. And the numbers itself is going to be quite a bit more compared to other sports that may have less people and less equipment needed. So those prices vary based off of that, but just sheer um, numbers in moving that amount of people and can really a toll on, on the athletic department. But again, it's like with this spring, we continue to do the things we need to do. We can put ourselves in a position to where we can come out um, in the black in, in some aspects. But it's going to take some work. It's going to take all hands on deck um, internally and externally to make this happen. Yes, sir. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm finding that a common, say, challenge across the conference that most of our alarm itching to find out when is homecoming, when is homecoming, and find out when homecoming is, and they flood the gates out for homecoming, but then the other games are somewhat challenging. And I was just thinking out loud, what do we set every home game as a homecoming date? That I love it. I love that. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that. And I know like I said, I got Mr. Stokes here. We were talking about game tags last night. Again, that comes back to us being able to, one, I think we have a very good product that will attract people out. Now, what are we doing internally from that experience to make sure they keep coming? Homecoming is going to be self-sustained. How do you even maximize that? And, and say the 80-20 rule, right? You know, 80% of your business comes to 20%, and we look at the homecoming as being that primary. we got to maximize that plus doing some things with classics and all those things too, guarantees and getting out doing some uh, um, playing some of the P5 schools or, or, or the D1 schools that can help us, you know, attribute to our budget. Those are some things we have to do, but you, Dr. Prince, your point is right on point where we need that support. We need that sustained support. The students need that. And the homecoming is more for our alum, celebrate themselves, but Throughout the season, we would love to have our, our fans there. And we did a pretty good job this spring. They traveled well. They showed up at the um, championship game pretty good. They um, were excited about that. I'm hoping that momentum carries over into this fall. Well, I know the water is under the bridge right now, but I'm still scratching my head. And you don't have to respond to this, what I'm about to say, sir. But game should have been either at Alabama A&M or at Pine Bluff. But that's a whole nother scenario because I think you would have got more of a, a down or a trickle down from the economic side if either one of those schools were able to host that actual event. 
And that's just Mike Prince one-on-one. You do not have to respond to that, but since you had brought up the spring event, I just want to tag that in. I'll pause to give you a chance. If not, we'll move to the next phase. We can go to the next Mike Prince. <laughs> Very good. We're on the Browns Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline speaking with Chris Robinson, newly appointed athletic director for the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Now, you know, everybody's excited. Uh, the good son has come home. What's the 100-day plan, A.D. Robinson, right now? Right now, the, uh, the one-day plan. <laughs> our, our primary goal is more so just infrastructure right now. Um, Consistently building on our, our foundation, uh, we have a, a heck of a, a team that we have, and, and you see the excitement and the energy of the um, um, athletic staff. I'm excited about this upcoming season coming up the, the spring. Um, you know, excitement of, of some, some new energy coming into the athletic department as a whole. Um, just making sure we're all working in the same manner, in the same um, direction, um, to make sure we have sustained growth, not just, you know, uh, one-hit wonder. So we're building to where, however this thing goes in the future, we have sustainability to our growth for the university. That's the, 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 the main plan right now from a communication aspect, to make sure we're all on the same page, that we're communicating seamlessly. Then from there, continually building, connecting with our alumni, connecting with our current student-athletes, connecting with the campus, um, connecting, of course, um, with each other, then having a, a more a more appealing um, campus as a whole, athletic department, where we are attracting more dollars from corporate dollars, alumni dollars, student-athletes want to come to our university, and students that are attracted by our university as well. Right now, just focusing on the foundation, constantly building on that, Looking forward to an exciting year. Yes, sir. Now, one of the things that you're going to have to address, uh, since you are officially the man in charge now, you have a basketball vacancy to fill. How close are you on uh, filling in that gap right now? We, we, are, we are in a very good place right now. And I, and I want to take this time, too, to recognize our, if you don't mind, um, our committee at work to put this together. I, um, we, it was led by former athletic director, um, coach, um, Betty Hayes Anthony, who's done a, a wonderful job, and she's coached every sport but football. You know, she's won a championship for herself as a player. Um, she did a very good job. Then we had the Hall of Famer Jesse Mason, who's a, a PB Hall of Famer. He's a SWAC Hall of Famer in basketball and Arkansas Sports Hall of Famer as well. And then um, um, Tony Moore, he actually played uh, basketball here as well. We had Latonya Washington, who's a basketball player at UAPB. American, I think she, you know, she lives in the Texas area, and we had a couple of um, administrators, Miss um, Chancellor of Enrollment Management, Mike Talley, and also on our professor um, Henry Brooks. Those guys are very instrumental in, in student population and what goes on in the student perspective and what goes on in the schools. So I want all those eyes a part of that part of this process, and they did a very good job, Dr. Prince, working together. Um, they went through, we had uh, interest from junior high all the way to high school. We had some power five interests. Um, people went deep into the um, March Madness and made it to Sweet 16. So we, we've had 
some, some very good names that pop out there that want to be a part. It was very good to know that the program is on the map or starting to be on the map even more so. It's in a good light. We got something to build off. So um, within the, we, we should know our coach here, name our coach within the next week. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can do that. But um, we're in a very good place. Um, I know we're late in the game right now, but um, I'm hoping by this time next week we'll know what's going on. Well, hopefully this time next week we can be talking to either you or your new basketball coach here at the open mic. Is that possible, sir? That, that would be possible. Cameo gave me the okay. Okay, Cameo gave you well. Look, we got to make sure that brother Cameo is well taken care of yeah. because I know he's he's the official gatekeeper, and and I hope I'm still on his on his good list. <laughs> yes, sir. We're talking with Chris Robinson, athletic director for Arkansas at Pine Bluff, the new man in charge, and and say nowhere but up to go, coming in with a great situation, success while under the interim tag. That has officially been removed, and everything is, as they say, slowly falling in place. Now, here's the question. I don't know if you would know the answer to it or want to answer to it. We know that on HBCU planes and FCS planes as a whole, we're limited with space, therefore limited with potential revenue, and we have to have creative ways. And I know that you said your budget was very limited, but we're all connected, especially with state-funded uh, institutions where your student population helps uh, govern what your potential athletic budget would be. With that being said, COVID has brought to the light what we could do when needed to be done. I'm saying that to say, is there any discussions on the administrative side about adding an online experience where you could get the student enrollment up without necessarily needing the building or the land to get that done, which could help offset some of the financial challenges from the athletic department and the university as a whole. You know what, Dr. Prince, you're, very, you're a brilliant young man, and that's a very good point where people, we found that um, the nation as a whole has embraced um, the HBCU experience in its entirety. Of course, you want to get that full effect being on campus. If you can't be there, to be a part of it is, is, is second to none. And um, a lot of people want to take advantage of that. And from um, an accessibility standpoint, too, um, everybody's not 100%, um, I guess, safe right now to where they want to get back out, but they still want to be a part of the HBCU experience. We have had some successes in terms of being able to um, provide the education um, to students from a, uh, from a distance-based learning standpoint. We did have some success with that, and I know our provost and our vice chancellor of enrollment management have been in discussions about continuing that process as well and continuing that accessibility. So that is a very good point, and we are limited in some this is in capacity, but again, like I said, we are resourceful, resourceful people. We have been all our life, and um, beginning of the time, we've made things happen, and I think you've shown that we have the ability to keep doing those things, too, and I think it's something that we, can, we need to continue to look at um, offering. Of course, for those students that want to be on campus, we can offer that, but again, extend the opportunity for others to be a part of this is, is huge as well. 
So I'm excited for what's in the future of University of Arkansas at Power and Bluff under your yes. leadership, and uh, we are definitely pulling for you. I have to be, uh, as they say, upfront, transparent with you. I will only root against you one time, one time. Well, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know where this is going right now, right? I do, I do okay, and, but it's never personal, right? It's never personal. Hey, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we really, truly are excited about what Doc Gamble bringing to the table, your new potential uh, basketball coach is going to be bringing to the table, and all your other athletics. And my yeah. heart is still aching for your volleyball team, um, fall hard. As a matter of fact, my, my Panthers out of the running, and then weren't able to finish the league of the race. And I just, yeah. I was hard for Can you, can you repeat that? Not two out. Oh. Well, <laughs> uh, I think we got a bad connection on the line, so I'm not really sure what's going on right now. Um, yeah. Are you hearing a bunch of static right now? No, no, no. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. But, but look, I, I, I accept, I accept uh, uh, loss. And defeat graciously, just like I accept winning graciously. So I will repeat it again. You did knock my Panthers out the running. Um, my my, look, let me say, highly ranked Panthers knocked them out yes, the running. Um, it, it took it took five sets, it took five sets, but no matter how many sets it taken, you got it done, right? And, but it was a very uh, exciting match. That's what made it even even more disappointing that um, that they weren't able to continue on. And and I don't want to wake up bad memories or whatnot, but I was on record for saying that for the spirit of, we're always talking about the student athletic experience, that they could have went ahead and dubbed them co-champions like they did in basketball against my Panthers again, but we won't talk about that either, and just <laughs> go ahead and let Jackson State represent the conference because mm -hmm. they actually had earned that right to be at the championship level. Mm -hmm. And I'm an advocate for was right. Yes, yes. Now there's a lot of conversation around. That's one thing I can say about our conference is that um, we, we try to put as much as we can in place prior to, and not that things are mandated from the conference office. I do appreciate that to where we can um, try to put as much as we can on the table or make as many decisions prior to conference play, prior to play. And we're given that option to do those things. And, of course, we're, um, uh, I guess, walk through. Um, we, we, we're constantly in constant communication. It may not always be the results we want, but we have that opportunity to, to speak our mind. Of course, um, with, with the conference itself, playing against Prairie View, it just shows the type of talent. You no, know, Coach Lucas has a lot of respect for Prairie View. Um, the team has a lot of respect for Prairie View the whole and, and, and they've earned it and the highly ranked um, team and, and they've earned it it's just how things turn out and that's why we play the game it just it was just our weekend and I, I do feel for the team that we're not able to finish it out I, I do feel the excitement I feel good going into the the fall um, and and she's reloading and, and working hard and, and is creating that that culture that environment expectation that winning and 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 trying our best to build that foundation so we can be at their rank with Prairie View as well. That's what we're working towards. Well, all I can say, sir, is that we shall meet again. <laughs> yes. 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 
I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Brazos Rally Schools Credit Union Hotline. But you know we have a custom here where we allow our guests to have some final thoughts and comments, sir, and the floor is now yours. Yeah, thank you again, Dr. French, for, for allowing me to come on your show. Again, as we, we mentioned, Prairie View and, and Dr. Reed, you guys are doing an excellent job down there. Matter of fact, we just left. Um, I just got a conference call with them. We just left um, the, the, the relays. Um, from the relays down in Prairie View and um, staying at a very fast surface. At least to this point here, we're in the process, we talked about the 100 days, we're in the process of, of, of fundraising to start our own track and soccer complex. We, we've never had a track on our campus. We are diligent about getting one. We've had some historic um, athletes that have come through still holding records, national and, and within the state as well. We've done some excellent things, and we've never had a track. We're working right now. We're, we're right in the middle of a campaign to raise funds for a track and soccer complex to put right here on campus. That way, one day we can host um, uh, a track meet, the SWAC relays, and we can host AAU meets and, and host other um, teams that come to our town to help with our commerce in, in, in Palm Bluff as well. We're excited about that campaign. We got some very good momentum. Again, that's a, a big plea for our alumni and, and, and corporate sponsors. Anybody want to get involved to, to reach out and help us in this initiative to, to get this done for our campus and for the conference as a whole. But again, I'm excited about where we are, excited about where we're going. Again, we always appreciate this opportunity to come on your show, Dr. Prince, and we appreciate what you do. Well, so we appreciate you and what you're doing, and good luck to you in your future at Golden Lion Country. And we We'll still be there with Panther Pride whenever we schedule the meet to make sure that when the sea lions get together, that there's a lot of black left when we leave. So <laughs> <laughs> we do thank you so much. He is the athletic director for the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, and his name is Chris Robinson. As you say, put it in, in ink and remember that because there's some great things coming. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. And until the next time, you guys be blessed. We'll see you on the other side.